This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me. Hopefully, everybody's staying safe uh, with this virus still out there. Being smart. Um, episode is sponsored by Aver Insurance. Go to AverInsurance.net for all your insurance need, home business, auto, life insurance. They got you covered. Make sure you go to STHUjuice.com. Get your shut the hell up juice apparel so today's episode man we're gonna talk about michael jordan and scotty pippen the truth about the sidekick narratives that's what we're gonna talk about we're gonna have some fun we're gonna talk about the sidekick narratives that was created it seemed like it was created around michael jordan and scotty pippen that's when it seemed like you know it took off and and that's the first duo folks talk about Period. Matter of fact, Scottie Pippen is the one guy that's always talked about to diminish an all-time great in order to elevate the next all-time great. So Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan is the sidekick narrative that everybody runs to. Like, no matter what. And it all started, what season was it? Let's, let's, let's go back. It all started in 1988. Because that's when Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls finally won a playoff series. Scottie Pippen's rookie year. The three seasons before that, the Bulls won one playoff game in a series. They got swept by um, well, they got swept by the Boston Celtics. You know, Larry Bird and them. Swept by them. They got beat by the Milwaukee Bucks. And so, matter of fact, Michael Jordan rookie year, they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks, three to one. They used to play the best of five, and then the next two seasons, the Bulls got swept by the mighty Boston Celtics, six games to zero. And then finally, they ran to the Cleveland Cavaliers, Scottie Pippen's uh, rookie season, and they won that series three to two. Actually. With Doug Collins as the head coach, they won 50 games that year. The game before, the, the season before that, they had a losing record, 40 and 42. And Stan Allback was the coach. The season before that, they were 30 and 52. And then the season before that, they was 38 and 44. So, yeah. So when Scottie Pippen got there, the Bulls won 50 games. That's the first 
thing that everybody throws out. Up, oh, Scottie Pippen joined. 50 games was won. So Scottie Pippen was the reason that 50 games was won. Now, I, I do want to let you guys know another nugget that is usually left out. If you look at the coaching staff, that year they won 50 games, a guy named Phil Jackson was assistant coach alongside Tex Winter, who was already there. But Phil Jackson was, was also an assistant when Scottie Pippen was a rookie that year. I don't think nobody talks about that, you know? So, but we're going to keep the narrative of the sidekicks, right? So, when folks said Michael Jordan basically never been anything without Scottie Pippen, you, you, I, I guess you, I guess you, you, you have a leg to stand on, right? He didn't win any championships without Scottie. He didn't win no playoff series without Scottie. So, I guess he would have still been a great player, but he wouldn't have any postseason fanfare, right? That's, that's what's used against Mike. You ain't nothing without Scotty. It was another meme used uh, that showed Kobe and LeBron. You know, LeBron won without D-Wade and Kobe won without Shaq. And then they got Mike with nothing without Scottie Pippen, which is hilarious. Like, it is funny, yo. It's funny. But I think folks, folks who use those are used to debating very naive sports fans in the barbershop. Like, they don't expect people to have a rebuttal because when you rebuttal with something with substance, they usually start stuttering or or they just continue to talk about how great Scottie Pippen was because I could take it a step further. You could say that Michael Jordan wouldn't have won his last three rings without Dennis Rodman. You could jump on that bandwagon too. Take it a step further. Or they say, you know, Michael Jordan never won anything without Phil Jackson. But they don't ever use that with Kobe Bryant. God rest his soul. They don't ever attach Phil with Kobe's legacy. They, they leave that out. They'll say Shaq and then Kobe won without Shaq. But they don't ever identify that Phil was the coach. They never say that. They, they never talk about that. You know, you got some folks who think that um that folks try to diminish Pippen in order to elevate Jordan. But I think it's vice versa. People try to elevate Pippen to truly diminish Jordan. They'll put out means of playoff totals. Like we all know back in the day in basketball, a shooting guard shot the ball. They lived up to that title. If you were a shooting guard, you shot the ball. You was, you was expected to go get buckets. You was. Like, positions meant something. Then the game started evolving. You had your outliers. You know, you had your scoring point guards like Isaiah Thomas. But majority of the time, point guards were looked at as being true playmakers. Set the table, have a bunch of assists, but you had your outliers. Then your bigs get your rebounds, get buckets too. Of course, you had the Kareems. Of course, you got the Wilt Chamberlains who did every damn thing. He could average triple damn double. He could average double-digit assists. Like, Wilt Chamberlain is statistically the GOAT. No ifs, ands, or buts around that. Like, when it comes to GOAT talk and it comes to numbers, only one NBA player should be discussed, and that's Wilt damn Chamberlain. So anytime somebody want to use stats 
for a basketball player, Wilt is the measuring stick. Just like that. But let's get back to the sidekicks, right? So when you look at the playoff series versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Horace Grant, and the Bulls, on the surface, you're going to have the Jordan, um, they call them Jordan fans, Jordan lovers. What they're going to do is they're going to go to the stat line, right? They're going to go to, so what was the per game? So if you go to that series versus, oh, no, no, that's, that's yeah, if you go to the series between the Bulls and the Cavs, you'll see that Michael Jordan averaged 45 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, and one block. He attempted 152 shots in five games. Shot 55% from the field. Did not attempt a single three-pointer and shot 91% from the free throw line. It's hard to say that somebody is the reason why you're successful when you're averaging 45 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, shooting 55% from the field, and you intake a single three, and you shooting middies. It's tough. It's tough, man. And then you got Charles Oakley, averaged 10 points, 13 rebounds. Charles Oakley did. Then you got Scottie Pippen, averaged 10 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 0.8 steals, 1 block, shot 47% from the field, attempted 51 shots. So on the surface, you're going to have folks saying Scottie ain't really had nothing to do with it. Now, Devil's Advocate, if you look at the games, you break down each game by itself, you will see that the first game, Michael Jordan scored 50 points. He went absolutely nuts, right? Absolutely nuts. Scottie Pippen ain't even score. And then you look at the second victory they had, Michael Jordan again. He dropped 55. Scottie Pippen actually had 12 rebounds off the bench and 8 points in 30 minutes. So the first game, Michael Jordan did what he did. The second game, he did what he did. But Charles Oakley had 17 and 12. Uh, Horace Grant had 13 and 14. Then Scottie Pippen had 12 and 8. Then you go to the game five, the deciding game, because Cleveland won the next two games. Scottie Pippen got off. He had 24 points. Shot shot the ball 20 times. Five assists, six rebounds. Charles Oakley had 20 rebounds that game. Michael Jordan had 39, shot 54% from the field, 12 or 22. So could you say that Charles Oakley might be the damn reason Michael Jordan won the damn series? Good Lord. He was out there Dennis Rodman them fools. But it just goes to show, if a man is averaging 45 points a game, are we really going to try to say because a new dude came on the roster known as Scottie Pippen that he was the reason why Mike finally won the playoff series? Are we going to really do that? Now, we, we, we can truly say that until Scottie became a top flight all-NBA player, the Bulls weren't successful. Like, he was the missing piece. He was that guy that they needed for the bad boy Pistons. He was that guy they needed 
before the Lakers, when they played Magic, and Magic was backing uh, Michael Jordan down on the block, and they was trying to send help from the baseline, and Magic was still getting his shot up. You know, they started trapping Magic at half court to get the ball in the Byron Scott hands, but then Magic started taking Jordan to the block. So, yeah, Scotty was the missing leak. Yes, Scotty definitely made the difference. Yes, Scotty is a is a generational talent. Yes, Scotty Pippen is one of the best small fours of all time. But we can't sit up we can't sit up here and do that cuz I can play that game too. I can play that game too. We could we could go down the line of very good players, of of great players that won rings, right? And we could diminish them and say, "Well, without this player, you wouldn't have been successful." Pick, pick. We could say Magic and Kareem, Magic and Word. Like, if you if if you take Worthy or Kareem off, how many rings the Lakers win? If you take Kevin McHale or Robert Parrish off the Celtics, how many rings Bird gonna win? If you take Joe Dumas and Lambeer off, or either or, off, how how many rings is Isaiah Thomas winning? You know what I'm saying? And then we already know with LeBron, you take, please, we take any all-NBA caliber, only players I can think of that won without all-NBA caliber players in their prime playing right then and there. It's, it's like Dirk Nowinski, um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Those only two I could think of offhand. And we having real talk because I always tell folks this. If you're going to use a narrative or a stance against a player in a debate, expect that to be thrown back in your face. So for the folks who saying, this is why LeBron's better than Jordan because LeBron never had a Scotty. Yeah, he did. He had Scotties, plural. That's why he won. He had an ultimate Robin. That's why he won. The proof is in the pudding. Say what you want. Kyrie out there walking the dog with damn Steph Curry and they won in Cleveland say what you want but Wade was right there with them damn shooters on deck just like just like Jordan had Craig Hodges and, and Paxson you got shooters I mean it goes like that's why it's laughable to see people going back and forth because the, 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 the makeup was the same the one thing Braun didn't have that Mike had was Phil Jackson now Braun lucked up and got with with the Heat, and they had Pat Riley up in the up in the upper room. But you got Spolstra, who's a, a very good coach, because Spolstra has still going to the postseason post LeBron. And then then that you know it's the narrative. Here's my favorite. Here's my favorite when it comes to these two. When people would be arguing too. Here, here's my favorite. Well, the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? They still won so many games without Mike. But did they win it all? But then when you look at LeBron and his teams, they trash when he leave. Yeah, because the whole Mamma Jamma blow the hell up. The whole Mamma Jamma blows. Like when LeBron leave, it usually blow up. Usually the coach is gone too. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, the coach don't stay in place. Like Spolstra is the one guy who survived Braun leaving. And he read up, like, supposed to read up quick. Now, in that next year, you know, what, what Bosch going through, what he went through, and, and Wade and, and his injuries, 
But it ain't like the Heat stayed bottom feeders that long. They rebounded quickly. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just keeping the stack. But let's keep playing this sidekick game. Let's keep playing this process by elimination. This is why you're successful. Can we use it in the, another sport we love? Can we use it in um in football? Can we do that? Cause I, you know, cause anytime somebody talk about wide receivers now, people love to say, "Well, we got to factor in who was throwing him the ball." Don't you know? Got to factor that in. Cause we'll do that to running backs. You got to factor in the offensive line. So let's diminish them because, hey, hypothetically speaking, if you just swap the players, that player who had great production with less talent. Well, damn, she'll have more production with better talent. That's the hypothetical that everybody always use, that they assume is always right. You know what I'm saying? Sean Kelly said, Braun is the system. Yep, he absolutely is the system. He dictates and runs everything, and that's what he do. He, he's paid man. LeBron James is paid man. When paid man went to the Denver Broncos, it was, no, I got a better offense. Let me run the meeting. That's what happened. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't never seen nobody, you know, do that before in football. Like, went to a whole different team and said, I'm running the meeting. So, so yeah. Let's go back to what I'm saying. So, when we go to football and we talk about the GOATs, right? The GOATs. The GOATs. Does that mean... We take away from Joe Montana and, and even Tom Brady. No, because people see Tom Brady as a GOAT. Because they always say Tom Brady didn't have big-time weapons. You know, names. Because people look at names. Let's, let's be honest. We look at names, right? We look at names. And if we don't look at the name, we'll say, ah, uh, even though they produced, he really won't that good. That better player made them better. You know, like they do with Mo Williams. Like when Mo Williams made the All-Star, they say LeBron is the reason why he made the All-Star game, you know, All-Star game. And then when LeBron left, you know what I'm saying? People do that. They say that's why he better because he was on the team. So, when you look at Tom Brady, can we do that to him? Can we say, well, you have you have Bill Belichick? Your defense was outstanding. Like points against, which is to me is the most important defensive stat. I know people look at yards, but points for and points against, those are the two important stats because you you win by scoring. And anybody that's played defense will tell you this. Somebody could drive the whole field all they want to, but if you hold them to three and you consistently hold them to three, you won. That's a win. Somebody, you turn the ball over and you force them to kick three or they get a big return, you force them to kick three and they just settling for three points. Your offense still got a chance. You know, without Ethan, somebody continues to get, like, beginning of the game, first two drives, your opponent is getting into your into the red zone, right? First two drives, they get to the red zone. You hold him to three both times. And then, boom, your offense score. A touchdown. Guess who winning? And then all it took is one trip for them. Your team. Like red zone defense. Points against. 
those are the stats I look at as a as a, as a football guy. I don't look at how many yards. Like I'll give up all the yards in America. You scoring points? You know what I'm saying? Are you scoring ducats? It's no different than how we look at Julio Jones. Julio Jones be having all these yards and like four touchdowns. Then you have a guy that had like 400 less yards than him, but eight more touchdowns. But then you have folks like, well, that team just don't know how to use Julio. Well, all I know is that dude over there, he's scoring a lot of points. Why are you getting all these yards and getting caught at the 10-yard line and falling down or whatever you're doing? They scoring a lot of touchdowns. Doing something right. But let's get back to the sidekicks, right? Football is a little tough. So we, we'll stay with basketball. So we talked about, so Michael Jordan got Scottie Pippen. Magic got Kareem or Worthy. Larry Bird, Mikhail, Parrish, Denny Johnson. You know, the list goes on and on, right? We could go down the line. The only superstar or big-time, you know, guy in the top five in his in his lane that I could think of is it's two of them that I could think of that won rings without those sidekicks that everybody show a lot of love to as far as being all NBA guys. And that's Dirk Nowinski and Akeem Olajuwon. Those are two guys I could think about when you talk about, like, top five in your position all the time. Like, when you talk about top five power forwards, Dirk Nowinski's probably there now. He's probably there. You got Tim and KG off the jump power forwards. You put, what, Barkley in there? You put... Do you put Carl Malone in there? Like, you're going to put Dirk Nowinski in there. This is my point. Power forwards. All time. Then centers all time. You going to put the Dream in there? I'm putting Wilt Chamberlain in as my center. The hell would anybody think? You could put Wilt. I'm going to tell you, the, the, the centers everybody going to say is, of course, Shaq. Of course, they're going to say Kareem. Will people say Bill Russell? Is they top five centers of all time? I guess you're going to, you're going to end up putting the Keem in there. The dream. Tim, KG, Carl Malone, Barkley. That's four. So, Michael Moses said Tim... KG, Carl Malone, Barkley. That was a four right there. So your fifth will probably be Dirk Nowinski. Like what we doing right now, we're gonna we're gonna go through that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through top five at each position. Like we know point guards, yeah. Point guard, you're gonna need a sidekick. You're a point guard. You're gonna need a sidekick. You're gonna need a sidekick. Big man, you're going to need a sidekick. Like Shaq needed Kobe, he needed Dwayne Wade. Shaq had, and Shaq also had Penny Hardaway in Orlando. Like Shaq, when you look at Shaq and the guys he had when he won as far as guards, like Dwayne Wade is in folks' top five all-time shooting guards. Kobe Bryant, top two, no debate. Shooting guard. 
He number two right behind Michael Jeffrey Jordan. It's no debate. Do we knock Shaq for that? No, because he's a big man. And he he not considered the greatest. Like when you go to the when you when you look at the greatest, you gotta start being nitpicky and be ready to chop them down. So when people say the greatest, you got Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you got Magic Johnson, you got Kareem. Oh, wait a minute. Two of the top. Two well, wait a minute. They played on the same team. How they even on the list by the by the narrative that's built? So he got his fifth as Kevin McHale or Dirt. So yeah, you got Kevin McHale as well. Kevin McHale, one of the best bigs on the block you ever see. And even he had Larry Bird. So when you look at shoot, when you look at small fours, you got LeBron James. Larry Bird. What's some other small fours y'all got in y'all all-time list? Y'all ready to put KD right there, top five all-time already? Y'all ready to do that? Why wait? You know what I'm saying? Like, really, why wait? Like, when you look at small fours, who you putting in your top five all-time small fours? It's, it, I mean, you know, it's a long history of the NBA. You take your time, you know, in the comments section. And then when I drop this and you listen to it again, you could be talking to the radio. But we gotta we gotta we, we gotta revisit the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen uh stance that non-Jordan fans take to diminish him and basically say, because you can play that game. You can play that game and say Mike wouldn't have never won a ring without Scottie. You can play that game because he got beat nine to one his first three playoff series without Scottie Pippen being on the roster. And then once Scottie Pippen was on the roster with Phil Jackson, might I add, as assistant coach, Michael Jordan won his first series versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Was that the year where he hung in the air and hit that buzzer beater? James Worthy. T- nah, T-Mac not in my top five shooting guards. Would you consider T-Mac a shooting guard or a, a point guard? Even still, T-Mac not in my top five either one of those. Like, T-Mac was nice, though. T-Mac was definitely special. Um, You know, I think, you know, so my top five shooting guards, see, it's hard now because point guard and shooting guard basically the same now, but you, you you got to separate. Like, James Harden is James Harden a point guard or a shooting guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a shooting guard playing point guard. Like, Al Iverson was the first shooting guard playing point guard. Like, Al Iverson was just six feet, but he was a shooting guard. Like, he was a scoring guard. That's what we call him. Scorer. Go get a bucket guard. That was AI. You know what I'm saying? So, they got Dr. J in the small fours. Could Dr. J shoot? I know he could dunk and get to the bucket. Could he shoot? Like, another thing, like, like a dude like Dominique Wilkins. Like, would you put Dr. J and Dominique Wilkins ahead of a guy like Carmelo Anthony when it comes to small forwards? Like, if you had to choose between Dr. J, Dominique, and Carmelo, 
Would those two be uh, be above him? So Michael Moses said, LeBron, Larry Bird, KD, Scottie Pippen, George Gerber. All right. George Iceman Gerber. I like that list. I like that list. I like that list. All right. I could, I could dig that. Boy, see, I never seen Doc shoot a jumper. But yeah, that's a, that you know that's that's the thing, man. Like I think so. I just want to let folks know know this, right? When you get involved with the Jordan versus LeBron debate, you got to be prepared to defend the same narrative you're throwing at Mike or the same narrative you're throwing at LeBron. Like, you have to be prepared. You have to. Because it's not a, it's not going to be a quick just statement made or post made. Like, it's going to grow legs. It's, it's going to grow legs. I'm telling you. And I think the misconception, what's up, DJ? I think the misconception is, can Scottie Pippen shoot? Hell yeah, Scottie Pippen can shoot. Scottie Pippen was shooting the joint off the glass before Tim Duncan came in the league. Man, I, I need some of y'all to, uh, some of y'all went outside when Scottie Pippen and Jordan was playing. If y'all got to ask if Scottie Pippen can shoot. Scottie Pippen, that, matter of fact, ask Larry Johnson if Scottie Pippen can shoot. I remember Larry Johnson talked that trash to, uh, I mean, yeah, Larry Johnson talked that, dra- that trash to Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen came in the garden and shot his face off. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta look. Here's what folks gotta gotta do though. You really gotta start doing is, and it's available on YouTube. Like you go on YouTube and just type in old games, and people have uploaded them low quality VHS t- uh, games, and just go watch them because you'll see that dudes did more than than what folks thought. They was better than what they thought, and and even though folks swear up and down that back in the day. Like, Mike ain't play against nobody. Like, everybody understands that the athlete has evolved, right? Guys are more explosive. But with the more explosion and more athleticism, the increased laziness has been on display as well. So, no, Michael Jordan doesn't play against a Kawhi Leonard and a Paul George and a Giannis and KD. But we acting like their defensive effort ain't just as bad as those dudes' athleticism. Now, not Paul George, not Kawhi Leonard, but you know, you know why I'm here. You know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that's one of the things that where I, I try to put myself in the old head shoes, right? I, I, I like Michael Jordan's a dude that was six six, what like two ten, two fifteen, give or take. Whoever he was, 40 inch vert, 4340, that's documented. You just go research it. 4340, that's documented. He was today's athlete back then. Now, yeah, I know people exaggerate that you get punched in the face. Like, hard fouls were just flagrant fouls back then. Like, I'm not going to elevate because he played in, a, in an era where you could punch a guy in the face and still play in the game. You only got attacked. 
or you could clothesline a player and they, you know, just got a foul. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we're not going to sit up here and I like looking at Mike Gain back in the day. It didn't matter who was on him. He going to get his buckets. Like, that's one thing we not going to do. You know, that's like folks just dismissing what Jerry Rice did saying, Oh, the DBs and stuff is faster now. A technician is a technician. That, that's that's the one thing about it. If you just relied on athleticism, like if if Michael Jordan was Russell Westbrook back in the day and just relied on athleticism and then the game got more technical, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, you got a point. It's going to be tough now. But when somebody that's like Michael Jordan ha- has all the physical attributes that people rave about today, back then. So... Uh, let me go through again. He's 6'6", 215, 40 inch vert, 4'3 in the 40. So when people say LeBron James was bigger, faster, stronger, I always like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who told you he was fat? He's not faster. Yes, he's bigger. Strength is subjective because we don't know in- unless they test. Just because you weigh more than somebody don't mean you're strong. It's plenty of dudes who are, I've seen plenty of dudes that's taller than the next man, weigh more than the next man. You put them on some type of weightlifting challenge that little dude will bust that big two hind pots up we all know that you know what i'm saying so i think it's a lot of cliches that's thrown out there that you know what i'm saying that folks run with yeah dustin i stopped talking about i stopped comparing football and basketball that's why i caught myself and went right back to basketball but that's a nice try though it's a nice try but it's called an analogy. So, but, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it basketball. I'm gonna keep it basketball, right? Keep it basketball. A lot of old players' games don't translate today. Case in point: How would Larry Bird do in the NBA today? Y'all think he is still he he can shoot, so he'll still get a shot. Would he be as great? Because we do that to Bill Russell, right? Don't we do it to Bill Russell? Bill Russell, only 6'9". He'll get eaten alive. But then we'll glorify a dude like... We'll, we'll, we'll glorify a dude like Draymond Green, averaging a triple single. You know what I'm saying? That's one, that's one thing I don't understand. So we'll diminish a dude like Bill Russell, say he too little... He wouldn't be able to do this. He wouldn't do that. But then a dude like Dennis Rodman, who was the same size as him, getting 18 rebounds a game. You see what I'm saying? Like, you see how a lot of times, a lot of people's logics and, and what they say, if you just let them keep talking, it'll smack them in their own damn face and you just let them sip their own, shut the hell up juice. Like, it really does. It really does. Um, James St. Patrick said, Sean Kent will kill. Sean Kitt was so damn explosive, it's hard to say that he wouldn't still get his buckets. Because all you had to do is throw that joint up. Just throw it up. That's it. But back to this sidekick narrative, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Does Scottie Pippen really take away from Michael Jordan that much that that's what elevates LeBron James for y'all? Think about that. 
Boy said Larry could get buckets in any era. Larry is just Clay Thompson. Let's just call a spade a spade. Larry Bird is Clay Thompson. Don't dribble that much, but can shoot. Crafty. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So he said Bird eating, no hand checking now. You see, it's it's a lot of things. So for as much as those guys wasn't athletic as the guys are today, people hate when folks talk about the hand checking, by the way. They hate that. They were like, oh, so the fact that you could just grab somebody's hip that's playing defense, absolutely. Absolutely. If I could hold you and it don't get called, it's defense. It, it, it ain't no foul unless it's called, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, last time I checked, if you could if you could control somebody's hip and, and movement and the refs ain't going to do nothing about it, is it not defense? Like, if you coaching that guy and he hand-checking somebody and they ain't calling foul, you going to tell him to stop? No. So y'all need to sip, shut the hell up, you. So that's another thing. That's why I told y'all, as the game has evolved and y'all keep saying, well, Mike ain't play against no competition. He played against stiffer rules. In which you better have a mid-range game or you get your eye black because they're going to allow you to get clothesline. So what happens? What, 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 what happens today if Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen playing in that Bulls team and they ain't got to worry about no hard fouls? What happens now? Will they get more rings? You know? What happens? I mean, I you know, I like to throw out more questions. You know, even though we 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 got a topic, I like to throw little sub sub questions at y'all. Like, what happens? Cause I think anytime you say a player is great, you could you could put them in any era and they're still ball. That's what makes them great to me. They get ball. You take you take a player in any any player we consider that's great. That means we could drop them in any era and they would be successful. Any era. So if you say a player is great, that's 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 what you got to do. But people swear up and down the reason why Wilt Chamberlain was his dominant because you know that's the narrative with Wilt it wasn't nobody tall playing back then and it grows legs and it starts to live and it becomes a parasite and everybody want to throw that little tapeworm out there yeah man that's right Wilt Chamberlain played against nobody that's why he was averaging 50 points and 20 rebounds and this and this and that But y'all say Shaq the most dominant dude y'all seen. And that dude, he damn near stronger than Shaq. He was stronger than Shaq. And more mobile than Shaq. More agile than Shaq. Jump higher than Shaq. Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain was a track sprinter. A high jumper. A Harlem Globetrotter. But y'all didn't know that. That's why it's amazing when y'all be... Oh my God, Nicky Yao Ming. He's awesome, man. Wilt Chamberlain with the dog, Yao Ming. Yao Ming. 
that's why I like Shaq. Cause Shaq uh, talk about the greats before him and be like, man, ain't no way, ain't no way I'm better than X, Y, and Z. And ask Kareem about an old Will that he was blocking that. The one move that nobody could stop with Kareem, guess who was putting a stop to that jank? Old Wilt the Stilt. Wilt the Stilt to me is the most most physically gifted athlete. I've ever seen, I ever like not seen in person, but seen tape of. I'm telling you, between him and and Bo Jackson and probably Dion, like it's ridiculous. You over seven feet and can run like that and can jump like that. You know. My wife said, ain't nobody sweating, Shaq. I'm just saying, people always say the most dominant force in NBA history, Shaquille O'Neal. And I'll be like, yo, did y'all just forget about Wilt? That's disrespectful, man. Y'all be disrespecting some of these OGs, man. And 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 I'm not, and look, and I didn't grow up in the era of Wilt, so don't say, well, you're an old head and you hanging on to the past. No, because I'll evolve. If somebody old is like, you know, Excuse me, uh, all you Celtic fans, but I, I think Larry, Larry Bird to get washed right now. I'm sorry. The small fours they got in the NBA now, I think they, I think they'll wash Larry Bird. I want it, man. He going what? He gonna have to check Paul George and KD and the Claw and all them, them damn avatars. Man, you better. He gonna be goddamn. Um, what's, what's your boy that wear 26? That's the shooter. Cal Corver. That's who Larry Bird gonna be. Cal damn Corver. I'm sorry. But he'll still get buckets. Don't get me wrong. Like, he, he's still one of the best shooters I've ever seen. <laughs> Larry Legend, still Larry Legend. But I love to talk trash. Like, who he checking? That's what they're gonna say. Now, I know James Harden played defense too. And they say the same thing about him as well. Who he checking? You know, there's a lot of dudes on defense. Like Steph Curry, they be like, who he checking? So I understand there's a lot of guys that they say, who he checking? But it's just fun because I know there's a lot of Larry Bird fans out there and Celtic fans, and it's beloved. So I like to cause trouble, you know. So don't quote me, dog, because I ain't saying nothing. Don't hold this against me. Please, 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 Mr. Doggy, don't bite. You have to know your history, which most people don't know. Yeah, a lot of people don't know their history. And look, a lot of people don't take the time to go back and, and check out the players before them. And I get it. Um, and if they're, if they're at an age that they haven't had the opportunity yet, that's when you educate them. That's why I love to throw the older players out. You know what I'm saying? So they can have a better understanding what came before them. You feel me? But this... this um. This um question with Dominique Wilkins eat today. Has Dominique Wilkins ever shot a damn jump shot? And has he ever gone left? I know Manu Ginobili went left a lot. I know that, right? I know. Manu, he gonna go left. I know James Harden gonna get back to his left, but he can go right. But Dominique Dan Wilkins, does, he's another one. Did he ever shoot a jump? Like, I remember vaguely some jumpers he took. And I know him and Larry Bird used to go at it. But how many jumpers... Did Dominique take? Like, real talk. He's a human highlight reel. He'll dunk on your face. 
but he a smaller Giannis to me. Like, shoot that little broke jump shot. Like, shoot it. And I ain't knocking Dominique. He like, look, y'all notice I ain't taking nothing to get away from them. Like, they still Eston Stone, still one of the best that ever did it. I ain't trying to knock them down. I'm just trying to figure out. Cause trying to think of my childhood. I don't remember too many games where Neek was taking jump shots. I just knew Neek was getting to the cup by any means necessary. He putting his head down, you know. He was putting his head down. He probably closed his eyes. You know, he had activator in his head. He had the, the curl flat top like Johnny Gill. So, you know, it was burning his eyes. But, but yeah, man. Like, like even Bill Beer. Did Bill Beer take any jump shots or was he just fouling? I don't, I don't remember. Like, I remember Bill vaguely. Like, the narrative and the videos they created for Bill Beer was that he was just an enforcer. Like, he was a hockey dude playing basketball. I don't remember too much that Bill Beer did. I know he was on the team. I know he was a, a, a irritant. I know he would rebound. But what the hell did Bill Beer do? I'm still trying to figure that out. Not knocking him. He got rings. Hey, Bill. Salute to you. But y'all took Bill Beer picking LeBron James over Michael Jordan as gospel the other day. And I saw that. And I laughed at that too. Because we talk about Bill Beer who hated Michael Jordan. We expect that. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Isaiah Thomas still takes the high road and he still picked Mike. But you have folks saying, see, because he played against Michael Jordan and he still picked LeBron and I'm like yeah but you can say he hated Michael too cause once Michael beat him I think like Bill and Bill career was done it was done son so they said Bill and uh, they said after he tore his Achilles Dominique was a jump shooter they said Lambert had a jumper he hit threes alright cool let me look up Bill and Bill right now. I'm going to be petty. I'm about to be petty. Bill and Bill, were you a Draymond Green in your day, Bill? Were you a triple single? Yes. Bill and Bill did not average a triple single like Draymond Green. 12 points, 9 rebounds for his career. He is better than Draymond Green. Yes, sir. Get him, Bill. Ooh, Bill averaged 17 points in a couple seasons in a row. Then 16, 15. Okay, Bill. Yeah, when Bill got to Detroit, boy, he started averaging double digits. He won't playing with y'all. Okay, Bill. Get the boys, Bill. How many threes you was hitting, Bill? Bill hit 13 threes one year, 30, then 57. Okay, hit 57, 89, 90 season. Did hit 37 threes in the 90, 91 season, 32, then 10. Let's look at Dominique Wilkins. Let's, let's, let's see Dominique. We got to use advanced analytics for Dominique to see what type of shots he was taking. Woo, the human highlight reel was getting you 24 a night, though. God damn, all dunks, too. All dunks. All dunks. Let's look at, let's look at. Woo, okay, Dominique made 123s in 92, though. Before that, not so much. 85 and then 112 in 94, 95. Okay, Dominique. Let's go to the advanced shooting analytics, though, Dominique. We got to take a look at you, Dominique. Let's see. Shooting stats. I say, where you at shooting stats? 
God dang it. See, this is what happens, man. You ready to talk trash can juice and you can't find what you're looking for. Okay, there you go. Uh, no, that ain't it. Game highs, playoffs per. Oh, they ain't even had those back then for him. That's why. They ain't had the advanced shooting uh, stats for, for Dominique back then, I don't think. Damn. They ain't got him for Neek, man. We can't have no fun. Nope. We can't have no fun. Oh, Dominique did make 12 threes. Oh, no, no. That's, 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 that's. He did make eight threes in the game before, though. Okay, Dominique. All right. All right, man. Who else? 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 Hmm. Cause I know, I know the the comments is a little delayed from what I just said. So I, you know, I get, you know, I take a pause and, and give you a break. World be free in the microwave. Benny Johnson would eat right now. Yeah, Benny Johnson, the microwave was a bucket getter. Mark Aguirre was a bucket getter too. Oh, yes, Lord. Mark Aguirre was a bucket getter. Yeah. But, um. I think the sidekick thing, I think everybody is a dynamic duo in basketball. Like, everybody has a sidekick. And, um. You know, even LeBron has had a top five at his position sidekick, and that's where he was his most successful. So, you know, I think that's why it's a slippery slope when you talk about Scottie Pippen with Michael Jordan because LeBron's most successful championship winning run was with the great Dwayne Wade playing alongside him. It just was. no getting around it it's just it's just no getting around it then when Kyrie was healthy in the playoffs they won like I said both sides can play that game at the end of the day man LeBron James a great player if he's your GOAT he's your GOAT if Michael Jordan is your GOAT he's your GOAT if Magic Johnson's your GOAT he's your GOAT because we can all take away and chop down why they were successful. Pat Riley was with the Lakers. That mean Magic ass out of there. And he had Kareem. That mean Magic out of there. We could dismiss Michael Jordan because he had not only Scottie Pippen for the first three, but he had Dennis Rodman for the second three. And then he also had Phil Jackson for all six. And then we could do the thing, same thing with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant had Shaq and Phil. Then he had Phil... You could just say he had Phil for all his rings. Like, Kobe never won a ring without Phil. Shaq never won a ring without Pat Riley being in the building or Phil being in the building. You know what I'm saying? We could, we could play this narrative with everybody. Everybody had Hall of Fames around them. You know, like Bird. Hey, Bird, you was with the Celtics. Y'all stayed in the finals. Between the Lakers and the Celtics, they was always in the damn finals. Then you had the 76ers. It's the same thing when people talk about, you know, the league is weaker now because of the super teams. Super teams been around since forever. It's just everybody 
didn't have an issue when the owners had control of how super teams were created. If the same two teams were always in the damn finals or always winning the ring, how are we saying today's game is worse now that Golden State and LeBron's teams are in the finals? Like, if you look at every era, every era, once it was like usually one common team that was in the finals more than everybody. In like a 10-year ten, like ten span, there's usually one team that's in the finals more than everybody or you see the same two teams more than everybody. Go back. Even when the Pistons was winning theirs, Lakers was right there, then the Lakers was right there, and then the Bulls came, the Bulls came, and then when Michael Jordan left, Houston was in the finals, then when Michael Jordan came back, he was back in the finals, then when he left, he had San Antonio, and then when they left, I mean, the list goes on and on. Then the Lakers showed up again, then when the Lakers won, then it was that, and then you had Kobe, and then you had the Celtics with Kobe, then the Celtics with Kobe's again. And the same teams. And then LeBron started getting to the finals with the Heat. You had OKC, you had the Heat, you had the Heat. Then you had the Heat with the, with the Spurs, then the Spurs, then Cleveland, then Golden State. Now Golden State, Golden State, then Cleveland. I mean, how can anybody, like, if you're a Celtics fan, how can you cry about the same teams going to the damn finals when your team invented that? You know what I'm saying? Now, now, I will say this. Pau Gasol, I can count him as a sidekick with Kobe Bryant, though. I can't. I can count him as a sidekick. You know why? Because Pau Gasol was all NBA, both those rings. And that means he was top 15 in the league, according to the... the, I mean, it's there. The narrative's there. The man getting you 18 and 9. 18 and 9, 17 and 9, whatever you want. Whatever, whatever you like, that's his sidekick. Like, if, if you just gonna poo-poo and dismiss that, then I'm gonna go back to Scotty Pippen then. Cause some people tell me it ain't all about scoring. That's what they usually say when I said, well, Pippen only averaged 10 points at first. Well, it's not all about scoring. And then I said, well, Pau Gasol, man, man, Pau Gasol is soft. Okay, you, you may think he's soft, but damn it, he producing all, like, in every, like, any way you look at Pau Gasol, he produced. Just look at him. Look at Pau Gasol's career. Produce. And it won't just because of Kobe, because when he went to Chicago, he was still all NBA and he produced. I'm not saying that he's a world beater, but 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 he was getting buckets, and you damn sure had to help on Pau Gasol. Let's just call it what it is. Yes, Pau Gasol. So Dirk Nowinski's 2011 Dallas Mavericks team wasn't a super team. The Houston Rockets team that they won wasn't a super team and didn't have anybody as all. Matter of fact, Hakeem. One season wasn't even all NBA. One of the rings they won, I believe. Oh, he was third team. But those are only two. Uh, and oh, Detroit Pistons with Chauncey Billups and all them. I don't think any of those guys were all NBA. So you got some outliers. You got some outliers as far as 
teams who won, but nobody looks at Chauncey Billups as a superstar. Nobody looks at Ben Wallace, multiple, multiple season defensive MVP as a superstar. Nobody looks at Rasheed Wallace as a superstar. So they are the band of mischiefs that were successful. But guess who they beat? What's more impressive? The Detroit Pistons, led by Chauncey Billups and Ben Wallace, beating Kobe and Shaq with Phil Jackson? Or Dirk Nowinski and the Dallas Mavericks team defeating the Miami Heat team the first year of the, rock, of the three-headed rock stars? The known as the, the, the Houdini finals of LeBron James. Which was more impressive? That Pistons team or that Mavericks team? Talk about Powell being a star in Memphis before he came to the Lakers. Powell was a star. Powell, look, Powell Gasol is a legit player. You know, he's a European. You're gonna got you guys guys saying that he's soft. If somebody says so and so was soft, that don't have that that doesn't tell me about their game though. You, you could be soft and still hoop. People say LeBron's soft. He considered the all-time great. You know what I'm saying? Like people swept it down LeBron saw. It's all time great. People say Steph Curry soft. Best shooter we ever seen. Reggie Miller was seen as soft because he's tried to try to stab Michael Jordan's eyes out of his head. Greatest shooters we ever seen. And let me let me tell you, little young boys, this. Y'all need to stop thinking that Ray Allen was just a spot up shooter. Ray Allen. Look at Ray Allen calves. Ray Allen used to dunk on people. Jesus Shuttlesworth was him. Like, Ray, y'all, y'all need to go watch that Seattle Ray, Milwaukee Ray. Ray Allen would dunk on your damn head, period. Yeah, the Pistons 4-1 them. That's, that's the series I call Kobe shot Shaq out of L.A. When they beat the Lakers that year, Kobe shot day. Kobe shot Shaq ass right up out of LA, and and, and started the year before. Like that's when Kobe was like, "I'm the man now because you ain't working out." Um, yeah, I'm gonna disrespect Jason Kidd, old ass. That two's out of limb. Yeah, I'm gonna give Jason Terry all the praise because he was getting you 17 off the bench. Jason Kidd. He, he was he was Jason Kidd because he could shoot, but Jason Kidd didn't do nothing. That 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 playoff, nah. Yeah, he was instrumental as a leader, but we not gonna get carried away. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna get carried away about because that's gonna diminish Dirk. We gonna we gonna make sure Dirk get all his flowers. Jason Kidd was still a maestro, still had the vision. He was that 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 big time quarterback that didn't have that gun anymore, but still had that touch. He was he was Peyton Manning on the Denver Broncos Super Bowl winning team. He was just there. That's what I that's how I look at Jason Kidd on the Mavericks that year. He was just there. He was there in the playoffs. But Jason Terry, oh yeah. Jason Terry get all the praise, baby. Jason Terry was a damn beast. Getting you 17 off the bench. Cooking. Cooking. Man, look, 
if I'm going to say that about Jason Kidd, that Lakers team that had Gary Payton and Carl Malone, especially Carl Malone, trash. No, that ain't the call I know. So we ain't going to do that. They still had a prime Kobe and Shaq. That's all I needed to see. Prime Kobe and Shaq. Just like the Mavericks beat a shown up Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. Because I don't know that LeBron James that was playing that. That LeBron, I don't know who the hell that was. I don't know who that is. So he was a like, so LeBron was called Malone on the Lakers that series. Cause I don't know who that LeBron, like that LeBron right there. My God. See, that's, that's why Jordan fans go at LeBron. Cause they hang on to the death that Mike would never disappear like that. Cause we know Mike going to keep shooting. He could be click, click, click. He's still going to think he got a bullet. While LeBron is the, like, he was, he was raised different. He's an involver. LeBron involves everybody. You know what I'm saying? So you got folks who say LeBron make people around him better. Then you got old school folks who, you know, see some female uh, getting beat by pots and pans by their mama saying, well, see, Michael Jordan just punching in your eye. And that's old school, baby. He gets you better like that. Nah, 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 nah. JJ, JJ Barrera. I, I had another person throw JJ Barrera in there. No, JJ Barrera in that finals. No, no, no. He not getting the love. No, I looked that up the other day. No, not giving it. No, we not putting JJ Barrera in there. No, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. Mm mm. That's piling on. We not gonna do that. <laughs> That's piling on, man. We ain't gonna do that. Even though JJ was was he you know he was doing the thug thizzle, but we 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 ain't gonna pile on. We ain't gonna pile on. We ain't gonna do that. You know JJ was getting them eight points a game, shooting thirty eight percent from the floor. You know, but you know they they say it's more more than you know more it's more than about buckets. You know, so hey, I I guess we could give him a little bit of credit. Give him a little bit. He made six three-pointers in those six games. So he made a three-pointer game. Good job, JJ. But that boy Jason Terry, though, 18 points off the bench. Dirt and the whiskey giving you 26, shooting their faces off. Let me look at LeBron's stats again, man, because I want to shed a tear for this again, man. This series hurt my heart looking, looking at these stats again. LeBron averaging 17 points. You LeBron James, you averaging 17 points in the finals. 17 points. Not points, but points. Seventeen. That's why look, I'm trying to help you, LeBron fans. That's why y'all can't even even put a dent in the armor of Michael Jordan. Cause they point to that. Yes, Mike got swept in the first round, but LeBron has missed the playoffs. Yes, it took Scottie Pippen to help Mike get to the finals, and, and, and LeBron took bummy teams to the finals. Participation trophies, y'all don't like those, remember? And that's 17 points in your prime when you pick your team to go to versus one of the weakest final teams that ever won, ever. Because as much as we want to praise the Mavericks, they probably the weakest 
championship team in NBA history. They probably the weakest. Because I'll pick that Chauncey Billup Pistons team over them. You know what I'm saying? That 17 punts hurt y'all LeBron fans, man. I'm trying to tell you. Them punts. That's pitiful. That's pitiful. Pity foul. Because you got these, you know, you know the urban legends of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Played 17 games second year. Came back. Went to, to the guard. Dropped 63 off a broken foot. I mean, that's tough. When you scoring 17 punts in the finals. And you got a dude coming off a broken foot dropping 63 versus the Celtics. You can't stand up to that. We don't, they don't care about your triple-double in a losing effort. They don't. 17 in your prime? Will you pick to go to the team you want to go? That's tough money. That's tough. That's tough. I'm trying to tell you. That's tough. That's tough. I mean that's 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 hard. And I love LeBron, yo. I do. I do. I do. 17? Chris Boss averaged more points in the finals than LeBron did. Let that sink in. And uh, and while we talk about people who soft because people say Pau Gasol saw, they say Chris Bosh saw. Can we talk about how Dwight Howard don't get no damn credit for leading Orlando to the finals? How come nobody don't use that to elevate him? Why is that? Why why do they poo-poo on Dwight Howard like he ain't the first ballot Hall of Famer? Why, why they do that? Why, man? Why we doing that? Why we doing that? So Michael Scott said LeBron beat a 73 and 9 team. That's why he the best. But then you got Michael Jordan who led his team to 72 and 10 wins and won a ring. Like, nah. Sorry, killer. I know, like, that 17 points takes a lot of legs away from this is why he better than Michael Jordan. It does. Because if you got Scottie Pippen, then I'm going to use Dwayne Wade. They both in the top five of their respective position. That's that's what kills arguments. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here for that. I'm here. And and, and, and you know, let me let me let me show you how the, you know Jordan fans, if they clever like me, can help Michael Jordan out even more, right? Because my man Vid didn't. Threw a nut, threw a threw an alley oop out there. I'm about to dunk it like Blake Griffin used to back with the LA Clippers. So if you go to trios, would you rather have? And and this is how people are gonna get in trouble because they hate this. Michael Jordan won three wings, three rings at Scottie Pippen the number two and Horace Grant the number three, versus LeBron won. Two rings with Wade and Bosch. Which trio, like, <clears throat> y'all already taking Jordan, uh, Braun over Jordan. We know you're going to take Wade over Pippen. We know you're going to take Bosch over Her- uh, Horace Grant. 
and you still ain't got three rings? You still lost? With how, Sway? You lost to an old ass Tim Duncan? What? You old ass Manu? That go left? Y'all already lost to the goddamn Spurs with that team. Let's talk about that. Not only do you got 17 perns, you lost to old ass stonewashed jeans with the Jesus sandals, Tim Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, it's Tony Parker. Oh, that's what it was, Tony Parker. Somebody's going to say it's because of Tony Parker. Don't get me wrong. Tony Parker was cooking and joking. Y'all lost to Tony Parker while he was cheating on Eva Longoria, too. That's that's the Eva, right? Yeah, that's that's the same Eva. But see, 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 see what Beam did? He don't want to give Dwight Howard no credit for them going to the damn finals. He talking about Hedo Turkaloo. Oh, hell, look at that. You got the stuff falling down, boy. Them damn goons for DC coming at me because I'm praising that dang on Dwight Howard. Them Ray J goons. If y'all don't catch the ball, then I don't know how to I don't know how to help you. You know why I called it a Ray J ball. Go look up his uh one uh not his 106 at Park. His day gone Breakfast Club interview when them when Fabulous punked him. Kawhi Leonard won an MVP. Hey, look, man. Dudes win MVP versus LeBron and don't even got a score. <laughs> Yo, that's how you know the hate is real, too. Iguodala got MVP for Golden State in the finals. <sighs> Michael Scott, last time I checked, LeBron James ain't take no team to the finals by himself. Because he ain't playing on the court by himself. Nobody takes people to the final by themselves. We got to stop this narrative. Even our dude Bubba, even though we don't want to give credit to it, what, Matumbo with Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron McKee ass got an award. Dudes got awards that year. You know what I'm saying? Like, we up here, on one hand, mad at people getting ribbons for running track races, and then we want to give LeBron James a ribbon for getting swept in the finals because he got there. I ain't going to do that, dog. We ain't going to do that. We we can't do that, man. I ain't. Look, man. Either you a winner or you're not. Somebody said, wouldn't you just want to get there? Hell no. If I know I'm going to lose because I ain't no damn winner. Whether I lose in the first round or the finals, you a loser. Only time you glorify dudes who come in second and third place is in the Olympics. Those only folks, he's a three-time silver medalist. That's the only time people get parades for coming in second and third is in the damn Olympics. That's on this ain't the Olympics. We're talking about a team sport. Come to walk up in your school as a state runner-up with your chest poking out and, and have a damn pet rally if you want to. Huh? Excuse me? You uh what? You came in second? Oh, what? Man, I'm in the wrong damn place. Man. I love Bubba, but that damn by himself, come on, man. It just ain't impressive. But them boys, hey, they're award winners. Bubba got there. They was some award, it was some award winners up there. Love, y'all know I love Bubba to death, man. 
And I'm right, and I'm gonna ride that narrative when I want to elevate him, cause he from the seven five. You got damn right, Bubba took him by himself. Believe it, huh? Play with it, pause. Jack, huh? What you got to say, Bubba Chuck? Getting you forty a night. It was tough though. Man, you gotta love sports debates, though, man. Hey, yo, Michael Scott wants some attention. He's saying Jordan is number three on this list. He got Magic Johnson ahead of Michael Jordan. He just want attention, man. He my boy. He, I swear, he be just doing stuff for attention. I swear, I swear. He, he, he ain't even comfortable really saying that, though. You know what I'm saying? My dog ain't even really comfortable saying that. Ain't nobody in their damn mind comfortable saying Magic Johnson better than Michael Jordan or I got Magic. Ain't nobody, buddy. Nobody, buddy. No. No, sir. No. Same dudes who be loving Magic are this Ben Simmons because he can't shoot. Like Magic ass can shoot. Man, the Magic don't get that goddamn horse shooting shot out of here. I watched the old Pistol Pete and um, Bob McAdoo horse match last night on YouTube. When I tell you them jumpers look nice and trashy now, Pistol Pete, though, good Lord. Both of them, when they go, they were crafty going to the cup, but the jumpers they was taking, man, if you don't punch that off the court, man. See how vid now... I want to let the people know because I ain't going to do that to my dog, Mike. Mike is biased. His eye test is you got to be tall and know how to dribble. So those are the guys that he favor. Just like Vid said it, I'm biased, I'm picking magic. I understand that. So I make sure I'm always putting disclaimers out there because I ain't going to um, Jason Whitlock them. I ain't going to take they, 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 their quotes and then run with it for some clicks. So those my homeboys so they're biased they have their reasons and they know they know basketball too so just because i joke them it's, they like my pams i could I only i could call them b2b's y'all can't call them b2b's okay so don't be thinking they sweet so y'all see mike talking like this y'all don't be thinking it's sweet and you could just run up on them and calling them dumb and start talking basketball because he's gonna black your damn eye through the damn facebook with all these facts and you're gonna be frustrated same thing with vid, vid write books so dudes who write books you can't really debate with them unless you got a lunch. You write a he wrote a couple, couple books, not just one. Like not no autobiographies either, like books. You know, people got to know the difference between an autobiography and a real book. Like I can write an autobiography because I'm writing by myself. You know, like you just telling recapping stories. But writing a damn book is like it's a book, okay. Like, I can show y'all the difference. I got some autobiographies right here, and I got books. You know? Like, see, this right here is what you call a book. Contagious. That's a book. It's writing about something. Holly, if you hear me, it's almost like autobiography, because Michael Eric Dyson is telling stories about Tupac. But that's, that's like, a, this is a semi-book. This, this is a book, Brainwashed. That's a book. Like, that's a book. Now, I'm going to show you, like, not a book. 
Salute to the God, Kobe Bryant. This is not a book. This is like an autobiography. This is like me just talking to y'all. Okay? So know the difference. Before y'all run up on somebody in the black eye with facts. So. And the people who listen to this on the podcast can't see what I'm doing. So like, what the hell is he talking about? But all right, man. Got to get up out of here. I told y'all this one going to be longer than an hour. And damn it, it's longer than an hour. Ain't that something? But that's okay, though. We quarantine. Um, where the hell is Joe Button show at? Did he still not do a show yet? I'm checking my Spotify right now. I'm trying to see if Joe Button got a new episode yet. He on vacation? Come on, Spotify. You take it too long. What the heck? Man, never mind. So... If he taking a break, then I'm going to apply pressure and put out a lot of episodes because Joe Budden fans are my fans. So if he ain't known with his two-hour show, then I'm going to double up like the CD, Biggie Smalls. Oh, do, do you know I got somebody on my friends list that said that the baby was a better rapper than Biggie Smalls? And he's saying it with a straight face. The baby is a better rapper than Biggie Smalls. I'm going to leave that for y'all. I like the baby. Huh? You know what I mean? Gone, gone. Yeah, yeah, huh? You know what I'm saying? Look at Mike Scott. Jordan versus Hornacek, Hersey Hawkins, Fleming, John Starks. Okay, if that's competition. Hey, man, Mike is Mike, bro. Mike is Mike. It don't matter if LeBron checking him. Kobe showed you you can still hit the fadeaway on him. Carmelo still showed you you can hit a game winner on him. I mean, you are like Mike can't score versus no damn LeBron and Kawhi. Man, put them boys on the block. Talk about the guard. So, JaVale Rowe, I'm looking for you because we got had a discussion. I name dropped him. When JaVale, when you listen to this, email me, message me a day when we can do a podcast of you dropping your top five all time. Because I'm going to show y'all what his top five all-time is. I'm going to give y'all some time. That's going to be the next show. Top five all-time show. This is what JaVale said his top five was all-time. No, his best rappers ever, as he said. Jadakiss, number one. T.I., number two. Tupac, number three. Nas, number four. And the and, and Baby is number five. He said the baby has done the most in the least amount of time. And I said, well, Biggie might have done more in the least amount of time. And he said, Biggie was trash. He said, Biggie wasn't better than Rick Ross. So I'm going to leave that cliffhanger for y'all at the end of this podcast so you can get your mind right. I'm going to try to get JaVale on here quick, fast, in a hurry. I know he's busy. But we gots to get to the bottom of this five best rapper ever and make an episode and just let him rock out because I don't understand it at all. I don't understand it. And okay, so Mike, you agree? You think so? Jada Kiss is your go also. So he got number one right for you. But that damn the baby at number five. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, he ain't even got Jay Z in the top five. 
He got the baby over 50 cent. They like the damn near same person. They ain't never in the same, they ain't never in the same spot. You'll never see the baby over 50 cent in the same building. I think the baby is actually Marquise. I ain't never seen Marquise with the baby in the same place either. Y'all heard it from me first. The baby is Marquise, 50 cent son. So with that being said, I'm out of here. Um, if y'all on Twitter, make sure you go to uh, follow Virginia UVA football, man. We're going to be recapping the Boise State game. We had Quinn Blandon on, Kurt Benker, and Micah Kaiser uh, using Zoom. We're going to be watching a condensed game, like a 30-minute, 45-minute version of it, and just talking and having our own comment commentary during the game. So that's all I got for y'all is tonight. He said, I got Lauren Hill over the baby. Tonight. My wife just asked me tomorrow like three times, and I'm saying tonight. That's what I'm saying, tonight. All right. So, yo, y'all be easy, man. We out of here. Make sure you get your Shut the Head Up Juice of Pearl. Go get you your, your, your fear. Hey, this is the perfect time to go buy your fear. I'm going to make fear shirts too. So, this is a fear hoodie. Hold on. And it's appropriate right now. Face everything and rise, man. People living in a lot of fear right now with this virus. Um, but I think I'm going to switch it up. I think I'm going to take the gold, the gold logo off and my, you know, just going to have fear up there. But you'll see it. I'm going to put that up on the site. Right now, I got it as a hoodie, but it's getting hot outside. So I'm going to make shirts too. So, yeah. St, uh, STHUjuice.com. We out of here. I'm rambling. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.